Welcome to Thursday, the Thursday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Already been a hell of a workout today, I'll tell you that. I'm uh, I'm geek today. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. I'll tell you about it uh, coming up here in just a minute. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Today is the day Pat Murphy uh, gets officially introduced as the new manager of the Milwaukee Brewers. People excited about Ricky. Let me ask you this. People are excited about Ricky Weeks being the bench coach. Um, Why? I'm not knocking it. I just want to know why. Why? That's that's one of my questions today. And again, I'm not knocking it. If you're excited, you're excited. That's great. But I wanted to know why. What what for what reason? Ricky Weeks being the bench coach excites you. I just find it interesting. Uh, that we've got to the Bucks uh, without Giannis last night. They rolled, rolled last night. No problem. And uh, the Celtics knock off the 76ers in the matchup of the top teams in the East. Boston now on top. And Boston looks really good. Really good. And if the Bucks think that they're going to own the East, they got their work cut out for them. I'll tell you that right now. Boston looks really good. So we got to Pat Murphy being introduced. Uh, the Bucks roll last night. You got fantasy football today with the charge coming up. And the Packers back on the practice field. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur, hear from Jordan Love, all that kind of good. Good stuff out of the locker room today. Uh, again, if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, uh, If you want to uh, get a hold of us, also if you want to hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Wisco Grant over on Twitter. Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Uh, you've got YouTube, uh, YouTube, uh, people continue to watch. I, it's really weird because I can't get over how many people watch the program and a lot of people in the area. Of course, it's not like we got millions like uh, Pat McAfee or anything like that, but we just got a good group of people in the state that does. Uh, so if you do watch us, subscribe to us, we appreciate that. Uh, just hit the subscribe button, but, uh, go to subscribe and then smash it. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels show. Same thing on Twitch TV, on the Twitch app, on the Kick app that you download. And you can find us on LinkedIn as well. If you're the business type and you want to watch us on LinkedIn, uh, you can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Uh, you can also track us down on the website, thebillmichaels.com. And listen anywhere and everywhere uh, on the Zone Madison app, the Zone Madison, Z-O-N-E. And then afterwards on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and wherever your favorite podcasts are. Grant Bills, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good, Bill. I am very glad the Bucks won and looked good last night. We needed that. We needed yep. a little confidence builder. So that was a nice yep. uh that was a nice pick me up. They often struggle against Toronto. Toronto's always played this Bucks team tough, so I, I did not have high hopes going into last night. And they surprised me. That was nice. I uh today I have a we have kind of a town hall meeting where we invite a lot of different prospective sponsors and people that uh, participate in a lot of our charitable stuff for Fisher House, Wisconsin. So we have a town hall meeting today down at the uh, Milwaukee and the Wisconsin War Memorial. So I'm looking forward to that, and it's right after the show, so I'm bolting out of here today. But uh, because of that, uh, last night I am – I'm God, it's like 2 in the morning. Have you ever done the within-the-next-24-hours delivery of Amazon? No, because I never want to splurge for it. <laughs> that would be my answer. 
Well, it's part of I, I, I don't know what I pay for Prime. It's it's not expensive, but I, I pay for Prime because I also have Amazon Prime TV and all that kind of stuff. Because uh, I use I watch that as well. But uh, yesterday I uh, w- was finishing up downstairs in the bar, and as you know, I mean I've talked about it. We're getting ready for kind of a holiday party here, uh, the ugly sweater thing that we do every year, and we got some really cool guests that are coming this year that I. You, you never you never say they're here until they're here. So you don't go out and tell everybody, you know, but you kind of want to do something cool. So uh, I had checked. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the bar all lit up, but it's got lighting and all this stuff for the bands. So uh, one of the lights was out. So I kind of sat around last night and splurged a little bit more than I should have and started buying lighting and all this different stuff and staging chords and just stupid stuff it's not you know it's not like i'm having a rock concert here it's just you know a couple people playing guitars but um so this uh and i when i clicked on the lighting it said you know 24 hour about 2 30 this morning it showed up i mean my cameras went off the alarm in the house went off i'm like what the hell uh so i got the overnight delivery again from amazon which is cool uh, i got that so at 6.30 this morning, the people that were here yesterday for the lawn service, they didn't do – it was weird. I got off the air and they didn't do anything. And I'm like, what the hell? Did I offend them or something? And here they were just scouting it out. Uh, they sent out a sketch. So the team showed up this morning to take care of the yard. So I got all my leaves. Finally, I got all my leaves uh, up and done and the, the yard's back to looking normal so I don't have to worry about the outside anymore. So I got up this morning at 6, ran downstairs, opened the front door, the, the team's starting to, you know, do the they, – there's three people, four people that they send to clean up the yard. Uh, I grabbed the lighting that had come, and I thought, ah, you know, I'll install it maybe over the weekend or maybe early next week. And you pull it out, you're plugging it in, you're making sure everything wor- works, and then, you know, one by one you start putting it together. And then you're like, well, this is easy, and I can do this, and I can move this. So I, I went ahead today. All the lighting's installed. Sound check is done. And <laughs> – the, the team outside, as they're raking out the gardens and they got done, you know, kind of picking up all the leaves and everything, uh, I turned the stereo up and I was tra- checking the, the, the lighting as it goes to the beat of the music. And I got a crank downstairs. The whole house is thumping, you know. It's, it's like 8 this morning and the whole house is thumping. And the lights are going and the whole thing. And the guy that's on the team, he's like, we were out in the yard dancing. I wish I wish I would have caught that on a camera. We we were out in the yard dancing. I really yeah. He said you could hear it clear as clear as day outside. So between doing all of that this morning, working out this morning, getting all that stuff done, it's been kind of a banner day so far. It's like the show is an afterthought at this point. Even though we got a lot of good stuff to talk about, and we got really good football on the air tonight. Uh, tonight you got Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens hosting Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, and there's a lot riding on this game. It's a good game. And as you and I kind of talked about, really the best games of the weekend, short of, you know, watching the Packers, um, might be tonight, Monday night. Monday night, you got the rematch of the Super Bowl between Kansas City and Philadelphia in KC. Tonight, you've got Cincinnati, who needs this one bad. They have to get this thing tonight. They're without T. Higgins. They got some of their defenders are down. Uh, they're a little bit banged up. Jamar Chase is questionable coming into the game. Looks like he's going to play and give it a go, but he's, he was questionable all week. And yet Cincinnati's going in to face Lamar Jackson and company. And uh, they just got done getting beat by Cleveland this past weekend. So you know they're angry and ready to go. Cincinnati got beat by Houston. They're angry and ready to go and desperately need this thing. So we're, I, I, I have a feeling we should see 
a good game tonight or a good matchup tonight. What scares me is we end up getting these two teams and then we get some craptastic blowout that just it's it's so anticlimactic. Isn't that always the way it happens? Well, what's nice about tonight's game, Bill, is whether it's a good game or not, there will be stakes. Right, like on Monday night, yes. we had Vegas and, and the New York Jets, and it's like, well, this game sucks, and it doesn't mean anything. If tonight's game sucks, at least it, it feels like it's important, and, and there's actually right. a reason for us to watch. So I guess that's the silver lining, but I, I'm hoping for a good game. I want to see Joe Burrow cook tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope, I hope Cincinnati wins just to keep that division tight because if Cincinnati doesn't win, I think it's pretty much done. To be perfectly honest with you, I think it's over. I think uh, Baltimore will go on, win the division, win it going away. Cincinnati might not even make the postseason. They just got off to such an incredibly slow start uh, with Joe Burrow being banged up. I just I, they may not even make the postseason if they lose this one tonight. They, that means they will have lost what five games, three in the division, and five games, um, five games in the AFC, and all the tiebreakers. Uh, go to teams that have already beaten them. So it and teams that have beaten them are in the hunt for the postseason. So it's not like Cincinnati's going to vault somebody. So anyway, long story long story short, um, you got a big one coming up tonight. So excited about that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I saw the post that said uh, the Milwaukee Brewers says back home where he belongs. Congratulations to the new associate manager, not bench coach, associate manager. Ricky Weeks. Here's my question. And I was watching Twitter. Oh, this is great. You know, the whole thing. Can I ask why? Can I ask why? Are you excited about that? Other than just because Ricky Weeks was one of the guys that come up and came up and played in the system and was a Milwaukee Brewer. Is there any other reason that you're excited about this, Grant? Um. Well, that's a good question. I'm. I'm I think – Part of the reason we're excited is because he is familiar with the Brewers and he played with the Brewers. And and I think people are more likely to succeed with the Brewers if they have experience at the organization. So that's one reason. I also just believe that the Brewers know what they're doing, you know, for as much as we make fun of them and and for as frustrating as they've been, sometimes they're really good at this. So if they okay. see something in Ricky Weeks and they've been investing in him and building him up, then I'm inclined to believe that he's going to be very good at whatever they ask him to do. That's okay. why I'm excited. That's no, no, that's fair. I, I just, I wanted to know because I just, I, it, yesterday when uh, we were talking about Ricky Weeks over on the live stream, there was a lot of sarcasm. Like, oh my God, are you kidding me? He was a strikeout king and couldn't hit, couldn't put the ball in play, don't let him anywhere near the hitters, blah, 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 blah. And it was just all this sarcasm. Today, it's just the opposite. And I, it's like, where is all this coming from? It was, I, not that I knock it, I, I just, it's so, too, just so, the pendulum swings so far in both directions. And I agree with you. I think he's just a guy that knows the system. He knows the inner workings of the team. He, you know, has been in that clubhouse, um, you know, knows these fans. There's a lot of reasons to be excited. But when it comes to the acumen of baseball, when it comes to the ability to back up your manager and help your manager, disagree with your manager, give him another option and avenue to think down as the manager you know um I I don't know I, I I mean I legitimately don't know I don't know what Ricky brings to the table I'm excited because it's Ricky Weeks you know um people know him he's familiar 
You know, it's it's you, you can never say you can go home again, but it's kind of going home again. He's not playing second base, but he's kind of going home again. And that's kind of cool. That's a cool story. But what I started to read was about, oh, my God, he's a great addition. Oh, my God, this and that. And I'm like, what, what makes you think that he's this incredibly – Manage, great manager in waiting, like you know, uh, like he's going to pick up where Craig Council left off, uh, but just as the assistant. And I, it, I think I get a lot of the response, like Pac fan. Pac fan says fans are just fired up because it's somebody we know. That that's as simple as that, and I can completely agree with that. Completely agree with that, one hundred percent. Once upon a time, you could have said all the same things about Craig Council, though, right? Right. Well, that's all right. he was when he started out with the Brewers and and first got the manager job. Yeah. It, Craig was – Craig, I thought to myself uh, – and Craig, uh, Craig B. over on the live stream says something, too. He says, because he wants to be here. And that's that goes a long way with the fan base for people that want to be here. And then completely agree. Um, when Craig took over, my thought – my first thought – now, championship-wise, I wasn't thinking this, but my first thought – was Tommy Lasorda, Sparky Anderson. Because neither was a very good baseball player when it came to playing in the majors. But they worked their tail off to get there and to figure the game out so they could excel in certain areas where their abilities just didn't take them. And that's what I thought about Craig. Craig was always very analytical. Was always, every time you talk to him, he was a very analytical guy. He was very much about situational baseball. He, he would talk to you about things when he was a player. And when guys like that have to utilize every facet of their mind to put themselves in the best position to be successful on the field, because they do, they're, they're, they're not Mike Trout. You know, they don't have that. They're not Shohei Otani. You know, they're, they're not those guys. They don't throw like Garrett Cole, who just won a Cy Young. They don't, they're not that guy. So they got to figure, you know, he's not robbing you out. They got to figure out how to be really good players and sustainable players by using their mind. Be, you know, shade a little to one way because this guy hits in this direction, you know. Do something against this particular pitcher because you know him. You know what he throws. You got, you got, you got to study harder to see the inside of what he does. So, anyway, long story short, I kind of felt like Craig would be good. I didn't know he'd be that good, but he, he was really good. Um, I don't know. I, I, I never talked to Ricky enough to really pick his brain on situational baseball. I mean, apparently he's excelled and you give him all the credit in the world, but I just remember talking to him thinking he, that, that guy just, he's got just raw talent. He's just got the, the raw talent, the good second base ability. He's got a good break. He's got a good lead. He's got a good steal. He's got a strong arm. So, you know, if he can hit and get on base, he'll be pretty good. And that I remember. So I'm just I'm waiting to see how he does, but more so how Pat Murphy does and, you know, what those two do working together. But I'm excited. Uh, it's a new era of Brewers baseball being ushered in starting today. Uh, about, uh, I don't know, what, 40 minutes from now, they're going to take to the podium at American Family Field, and they're going to start uh, introducing both, uh, reintroducing both, and uh, it'll be exciting. So, you know, but now it's just about talent on the field and, acquiring enough pieces to be able to put a viable team together, especially, especially to compete against the Cubs. That's it. Um, Mike says Bob Uecker was a lifetime 200 hitter. Now he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame as a broadcaster. Bob has 
an incredible acumen for the art of storytelling, uh, the timing of a punchline, the ability to kind of dissect baseball. So, yeah. But he's not in the Hall of Fame as a manager. He's in the Hall of Fame as a broadcaster. So, Skinny from Madison says, didn't Murphy have any say about Weeks being hired? I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. We'll find out more today. Find out more about that today. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends up there at the Four Seasons Island Resort. They are in Pembine, Wisconsin on the beautiful Muscato Island. It is, too. Uh, If you've never been there, you got to go. You cross that old train trestle bridge, that single car bridge. You enter the island, you head over by the resort, uh, the indoor pools, the indoor spas, the diamond rooms, fantastic food. They've got the nice lounge upstairs, the sports bar downstairs. They've got an old-fashioned video arcade, Lily's Ice Cream Parlor. They've got so many cool things. You can use the ATV trails, the UTV trails. You can use the snowmobile trails when the snow starts to fly. So many reasons to head up there. They've got a Christmas dinner coming up. They've also got a New Year's Eve party coming up. They've got Al Capone's birthday and kind of a tribute to the 20s. Coming up in January, so many things. Call Barb and get some uh, percentages off, if you will, if you use our name. Say Michael's 15, but call Barb, B-A-R-B. Call Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. That is the Four Seasons Island Resort. And if the snow starts to fly and you want to go skiing, Pine Mountain Resort, they run that one as well. So get a hold of Barb either way, 715 938 This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michaels show. Continuing on on this uh, on this Thursday. Packers back in the practice field yet again today, getting ready for uh, the Chargers this weekend. This game coming up on Sunday, to me, is... And I hate to say this because the season, as far as going to the playoffs, is is is, is that's not even a thought. I think we can all agree that's not even a thought right now. But to me, this is a if it's not a must win, it is a must look really good. Would you agree, Dan? 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think they will. I think this offense is putting some things together. I'd like them to score more than 20 points. If they do that, I, I think I'm happy. <laughs> right. Uh, one of my – one of my I wrote down some notes. First of all, get above 20 completely. Uh, I want to see a first-half score or two and then follow that up, a, a complete four full quarters. But if you don't win this one and you don't look good, and then you get spanked by Detroit, and then you get spanked by Kansas City. I can't help but think that the discussion is that this team, talent-wise, ability-to-win-wise, maybe coaching-wise, is extremely far away. Now, some are rooting for this team to go down in flames. I mean, just they want a house-cleaning they want everybody to be evaluated. They want Goody gone. They want LaFleur gone. They want Barry gone. I mean, they want the house cleaned. So they're rooting for the demise of the Green Bay Packers. If you're a Packers fan, I don't necessarily go in that direction. I understand it, but I don't agree with it. Uh, but if this team, think about this now. If this team gets beat, and let's say they get beat somewhat handily, right? They get beat handily, and then you got to go on the road and play the Alliance on Thanksgiving Day. You're going to get that, what is it, a, I think it's a Sunday night game against Kansas City. So you'll have that Sunday night game. If you lose these three and get walloped doing it, I don't, first of all, I can't imagine that they would keep then the Packers Maybe they will. I don't know. Uh, on the Monday night schedule, the Packers and the Giants, although it's two storied franchises, people will be watching. But by the time you get ready to come home for the Buccaneers and then the Bears, tickets are going to be going for five bucks a piece. People will be breaking into car windows, leaving them on dashboards. There won't be anybody there on the 17th of December and on January, what is it? Um, January, I think, 7th. January 7th, because New Year's Eve, they're on the road. They play the Vikings on the road. So I can't imagine the one thing that Mark Murphy does not want is a noon game on Fox via the Buccaneers and whatever time they determine that that Bears game to be. I can't imagine they want just uh, a stadium of, at best, three-quarters full of fans, especially if it's if it's nasty weather. I, I To me, that would be like just – it was the other day when, or I shouldn't say the other day, but for the Rams game, um, I can't remember the last time that the stadium was three-quarter full five minutes before kickoff. People weren't there. I mean, they came in, they showed up, but people weren't there. Normally, they're in, they're there early. Now, the Rams, they don't travel. Like the week before, the Vikings, they had people there. A lot of people came over to see the Vikings, to see Kirk Cousins and company. They came over to see that game. So you, you did get the, the local crowd, so to speak, that made the five, six-hour trek from, uh, from Minneapolis to come over and catch the Vikings game. But you won't have any fans really traveling from Tampa Bay. I mean, what, what do they come up there? You know, they're, they're, not, they're not coming here. And then the Bears fans, it's a rivalry, but the Bears know they're out of it. By that time, the Packers are probably going to know they're out of it. And other than the storied rivalry, just to be a part of it, I, I can't imagine you're going to be, have a packed stadium, especially if it's nasty weather. I just I can't see it. And that's the one thing Mark Murphy doesn't want to see. He doesn't want to see 
a stadium half empty to a quarter empty where people just didn't show up. Tickets are going for five bucks. The secondary market's all but dead, you know. So I, I can't imagine that. So I, I think there's a lot riding on this Chargers game and the next couple. Because if you win the Chargers game, maybe you steal one against the Lions or the or, or the Chiefs. I know, I know, I'm talking crazy. What was I smoking earlier today? But I'm just saying maybe. But if you get the win against the Giants, at least you get two out of your last four. And then you got a shot at beating the Buccaneers, probably a shot at beating the Panthers, maybe a shot at beating the Vikings in Minnesota, and you know you'll beat the Bears. Maybe you get that little bit of a run where you get this end-of-season push, you know, where you suddenly you've got some some optimism to look forward to as things begin to kind of kind of work out. And then you're talking more than six, seven wins. So then there's at least a little bit of futuristic excitement. But that's why they need this one. Need this one big time. Let's see. They got three wins now. So let's say they beat the Chargers. They beat the Giants. That's five. Beat the Buccaneers in cold weather. That's six. Beat the Panthers. That's seven. Beat the Vikings. That's eight. Could they dare beat the beat the Bears and win nine? Win the last four in a row? Could they do do you think they have it in them to do that? That's the question. That's why they need this one so bad. Then again. If they look really bad doing it against bad teams, then I, boy, there might be a, there might be a cleaning at the end of the season. So we'll see. I know, I know, people over on the live stream are calling me nuts, and I got a couple emails that said that uh, that I'm crazy. But I get it. I get it. Mary said the tickets are going to go to five bucks. I'll go. That's what I'm saying. If they're five bucks, ah, what the hell? But if they're fifty to one hundred and fifty, nah, not going to do that. Unless, of course, you got an indoor seat, then it's an event. But you get what I'm saying. 877-867-1670, You want to find us, feel free to go ahead and do so. Got to say thanks to our friends at Cunis. K-U-N-E-S, Cunis RV, Cunis Automotive, Trucks, Commercial. They got it all. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis.com. They were a big supporter of the show this year, big supporter of everything we did via veterans in Fisher House, Wisconsin. So thanks to them for being a part of the program, and thanks to them for all that they do. For our veterans and for Fisher House, Wisconsin, go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis.com. That is shopcunis.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show. Hey, if you are uh, out in the lacrosse area or anywhere in the surrounding areas, check out our friends at uh, at Buzzard Billy's. Head on out. Pearl Street in lacrosse. Great place. Starlight Lounge. Great place for a date night. Good cocktails, martinis and such upstairs. That's Buzzard Billy's in the Starlight Lounge. Pearl Street in lacrosse, Wisconsin. Um, Ryan says the Packers can possibly beat the Chargers, Giants, and Bears, but Detroit and Kansas, uh, I don't know. That's a stretch. The Vikings could be a possibility. That's in Minnesota, though. That's not going to be an easy win. Um, 
Backyard Brew says, what did you put in the eggnog this time? All right, now, is that a serious question? Or do you just think I'm smoking rope this morning? Maybe I'm a little too amped up. Let me know. Because I haven't put anything in the eggnog yet. I say yet. You always put rum in the eggnog, right? Unless you get crazy and you put, like, rumplemans in it. Throw some peppermint in there. Then it gets to be kind of a funky taste. Done that before, though. Uh, Brett says, last night, that's what I love about Bucks basketball. Passing it around, Lopez playing defense in the paint. Uh, you got uh, Jackson Jr. playing with heart and energy. Uh, Beasley on fire. And, of course, Dame time. Go Bucks. Fear the deer. Love it. Love it. Um, let's see here. This one's from uh, Mac. Mac says, uh, I think you're crazy. There's no way in hell they're going to go on a four-game win streak to end the season. And if they do, it's going to be false hope because they're playing bad teams and probably barely beating bad teams. This will give us the sense that this team is going to do something next year only to let us down yet again. I think they need to clean house and find more talent. This team is bereft of many things. And wins right now is one of them. Mac, appreciate the email. Do, do frustrated Packers fans realize they're bereft of talent? Yes, that's that's why they're tearing it down a bit to get more draft picks and more money. That's how you acquire more talent. We, we've been contending for 30 years. I, I don't mean to tell people how to feel as a fan, but we've had a 30-year run really without ever yep. rebuilding. It was high time to reset a bit. Like, this is what other teams go through sometimes every few years. We've had a good 30-year right. run here. Calm down. If I told you Brady would leave, Brady would leave, and all of a sudden, within a couple of years of Brady leaving, the team would not be making the postseason, and we'd be sitting here in 2023 with the uh, the New England Patriots sitting at 2-8, and eight, and Bill Belichick, the talk of Bill Belichick getting fired is very, very real. People would say back then that I was smoking rope because there's no way Bill Belichick in six championships and on and on. No way. Um, here we are. You know, I mean, uh, you, you don't want to say that all good things come to an end. Um, but all good things, eventually, the, you know, the roller coaster, you don't stay on top of the mountain the entire time. You got to come back down to the bottom. You got to kind of retool, and then you climb the mountain again. Um, and we've been lucky because there hasn't – the need to rebuild has not necessarily been – a must in Green Bay. Uh, it just hasn't because of the quarterback play. So, I, you know, you, you're always trying to figure out a way to put more talent around a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's what you're always trying to do. So, yeah, you're right that we have – we. I don't want to say spoiled because I think that, that term is used too much because if you're spoiled – Patriots fans have been spoiled. They had that run – where they were winning championships and constantly in Super Bowls and, uh, you know, AFC championship games for just, it seemed like every year, just pencil them in, and it was either going to be Pittsburgh or Indianapolis that would knock them off. But either way, they're going to end up in an AFC championship game and most likely going to a Super Bowl where they're going to win the majority of them. They just pencil them in. Uh, the Packers have not had the same success. They pencil them into the postseason, but you know, they got to some NFC championship games, got to one Super Bowl. Two, three in 30 years, 30-plus years. Uh, one, two, really needed that third. And a second one out of Aaron Rodgers to kind of complete that, to make that whole 30-year run look better. Uh, but the problem is, and in all honesty, New England just 
was on a different level. They they just they they set the bar differently. They just did. Pittsburgh won a couple, Packers won a couple, Giants won a couple, Kansas City won a few. Kansas City's kind of that modern era, if you will. Um, and you can go through the laundry list of teams. You know, Seattle won one, got back to another one. You know, the Ravens won one. You, you, you know, San Francisco got there. You know, you, you can go through that laundry list of teams that had some success and they can hang their hat on something. But the Patriots just, that's what we compared everything to. Well, the Patriots do this. Bill Belichick's winning this. He's the winningest coach. He's got this. He's got that. Percentage-wise, he's, it's crazy. But, you know, but um, in reality, the Packers actually did really well in the comparison for the rest of the league. It's just the Patriots set the bar so incredibly high. But had I said to you three, four years ago that Bill Belichick would be out of a job and they'd be 2-8 and eight sitting in 2023, I think you'd think I was crazy. Now seeing what's gone on with the Patriots, none of it's surprising. It's like, oh, so they didn't find the right quarterback and right. they still don't have good skill position players. Their defense is injured. So it makes sense seeing what we've seen now. I don't like the spoiled word about the Packers, Bill, because we didn't win titles. But right. But here's what I like to say. We woke up every Sunday for about 30 years expecting our team would win. And if Correct. something and if and if they didn't win, something's wrong. And that's a maybe not privileged, maybe not spoiled, but we've had it pretty darn good for a long time. So a, a rebuilding year, come on, let's don't let it kill you. It's not that big of a deal, right? Did you see? Speaking of that, um, did you see um, Gronk and what he had to say about he the Patriots? That, yeah, he believes that Mac Jones need to needs to ask. For a release, he he said, you know, he's got to get out of there. I, I his exact words were, I think Mac Jones should ultimately, even right now, just go and ask for his release. Up, uh, he was on the Up and Adams show yesterday. He said, if you're talking to me about what he should do, he should ask for his release, and then if he gets it granted, he should go sign with the Cleveland Browns and start a new career right there. They need a new quarterback. Imagine that. How wild would that be? And uh, he said, even he, he he said he's been lackluster. Uh, the Browns are desperate, of course, uh, and he said he's got some weapons around him, and that would determine if Mac Jones is actually the real deal or not. I think he's a decent quarterback. I think he'll definitely be in the NFL for a little bit, even if he's going to be as a backup for a little while somewhere else. But he feels that he should ask because he doesn't feel he's even respected inside the walls of Gillette Stadium, that he doesn't even think Bill Belichick respects him. I mean, that's strong. Coming from Gronk. That's strong. Now, Gronk is not that patriot for life kind of guy like like Tom Brady was when he went back and got honored and such. Gronk is, Gronk is more of a commentator now, and he's kind of telling it honest, but uh, some strong thought when you talk about the Patriots organization, some strong thoughts. said, hey, I don't even think he's respected. I don't even think he's respected there. Do you think that's unique to Mac Jones, or do you think that's just a, another example in a long line of examples where Bill Belichick just – he reams guys out. That's the way that he coaches. And for some, and it really worked for Tom Brady because he liked it. I think towards the end, he got sick of it. But I think Belichick over the years found coachable guys that could really, really deal with yeah. it. I don't know if that's how athletes are wired anymore in 2023. Right. Um, I think if. But that's a great question. I, I, I think there, there's a couple of things that are at uh, working against Mac Jones. One, he's not Tom Brady. So 
he was always going to be a disappointment. You never want to be the guy that replaces the guy. You know, we got really, you know, Steve Young, very lucky. And even he had to live in Joe Montana's shadow for a while, but got very lucky. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he had so many stumbling blocks to get over for Packers fans to finally accept him. And then he took off and ran with it, you know. Um, but Mac Jones, after following up after Tom Brady, anything he did less than getting deep into the postseason was never going to be acceptable. And when you have that kind of pressure, which is why, look, his first year and that team having a winning record, I was like, wow, what an incredible coaching job Bill Belichick did. What an incredible find they found in Mac Jones. Because he really, I never thought Mac Jones was going to be great. I think he was just a quarterback that they needed and they took. And I felt much like you thought that he was just a coachable guy. So I thought the first year, even maybe the second to a certain extent, like it was a pretty good coaching job, but they gave him Matt Patricia, which it was a the worst thing they could have done. And Bill O'Brien sucks. Two guys to work with him that nobody thought would ever work. The only, the only reason they were there is because they're buddies of Bill. And Bill runs the show. And he couldn't have done any more of a disservice to Mac Jones by putting those two clowns as their offensive coordinator uh, in, in New England. You know, at least McDan- McDaniel is a good offensive coordinator. Had he stayed, maybe Mac Jones has more progress. But Bill Belichick did him zero favors and then expected him to be good. And when he wasn't, he – Bill obviously has run out of patience and has just, you know, we've seen Bill get pissed and he's now thrown some fits on the sideline and the anger's seeping out because he feels the pressure. Every week now he's being asked, Bill, do you think you're going to be fired? Bill, you're going to give up being a general manager? Bill, and he's like, oh, I'm on to the next team. I'm on to the next game. You can't, you can't say it anymore. I mean, you can because you're Bill Belichick, but now you're a joke. Now you're not even being taken serious anymore to, to have that act. You're not even winning. You're 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 a two and eight kind of clown right now. So people look at you as dead man walking, or at least you should be. So I, you know, I, Bill Belichick did Mac Jones no favor. So I agree with Gronk. Look, if I'm Mac Jones and I feel I'm not being respected, I say, hey, can I get out right now? Can you just trade me away to Cleveland? Get some draft choices. Put in Bailey Zappi. Be happy and move on. You know, you've already replaced me once with Bailey Zappi. Go ahead and do it. You're not going anywhere, so just give Bailey Zappi the reins. Let me out of here. I'll go play for Cleveland. I'll play with a really good snot locker defense and maybe a few weapons around me that I can actually throw the ball to and an offensive coordinator that I don't think is a joke and move on. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Lux Golf Bays down in Franklin, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. Still, I mean, I know it's going to get cold starting tomorrow, but you can still head down to the heated bays, get your game on, keep your swing intact all throughout the winter months. You never have to put the clubs away. They never have to collect dust. They never have to be full of cobwebs and even a mouse in the bottom of the bag by the end of the offseason. So, uh, keep going to Lux Golf Bays down in Franklin. L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That's LuxGolfBays.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Music tonight 
tomorrow night, Saturday. They have the games on the big screens, all that kind of good stuff. Nice Ash, theniceash.com. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. If you're looking for some entertainment, whether it's hanging out at the bar or table or sitting in those big, comfortable leather chairs up front watching the world go by, that's uh, the Nice Ash Cigar Bar, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. They have the big humidor. They have hookahs, all different types of flavors, and uh, they have a bourbon and whiskey club. They do poker on Monday nights, so a lot of good stuff, uh, and a really just a, a great place with even better people. So that's our friends at theniceash.com, theniceash.com. 877-867-1670. Um, Mark says, uh, as long as the Packers can make the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, are you talking about this year or just in general? I, I mean, what I stated earlier about the wins, I, I don't think will happen, okay, because I just haven't seen enough. I mean, just just the what little we saw. Uh, and by the way, I said uh, trade Mac Jones. Uh, the trade deadline's passed. I, you can't do that. So it would have to be his outright, outright release, and they're not going to do that either uh, unless they just absolutely have had it with him. But they're going to want something in return, and you're not going to trade him away at this point because you can't. Uh, so I wanted to make sure we – we were clear on that. But, um, I, I, yeah, I do I believe it? No, I can't say it with a straight face. What we saw in Pittsburgh was, again, a half of football. This time it was the first half versus the second half. They just can't put a whole contest together. So I think that's why this game coming up is a must-look-good game because I think you're getting ready to get dump trucked by the Lions and by Kansas City. The one thing I will say about the Lions game, and uh, I, I had a, a buddy of mine said, you know, hey, you're going to watch that Packers game. And I'm like, well, I, I got to. We're going to do the Green and Gold postgame show, and we're going to be live in, in Rhode Island uh, doing it, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, you know, and I'm going to show you on camera what Quahog stuffing looks like. <laughs> so there's some things to look forward to. But the thing about it is with the Packers, even if, even if they get dump trucked, until something else comes on, it's the only game in town. So the tradition for, for most, I mean, not just myself, but the, tra the tradition for most is you wake up in the morning, and now we don't have to cook because we're going to be traveling. We're going back to see Kristen's family. But you get up, you know, and then I'm going to go get ready for the show. But they're going to be cooking. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is on. Whatever channel you happen to watch it on, that's on. It's on in the background. It feels like the beginning of the holidays, you know, like the official kind of start for the holidays. Uh, and then you can smell it. You can smell whatever it is, turkey or whatever. And then whether you, you fry it or you bake it or whatever. whatever. Um, but you can smell it. The house starts to have that smell, you know, and then football comes on, you know, and then you just kind of naturally absorb into the day, and it's football. You know, I don't even know what, what games we have on uh, coming up this thir or next Thursday. I know, you know, we know the Packers are the early game. I don't even know what the other games are, to be honest with you. I haven't even taken a look that far ahead. 
If it's Cowboys Giants, I'm I'll cancel Cowboys Thanksgiving. Always, yeah, Cowboys all Cowboys always play. Uh, but then there's the NBC night game as well. Um, but I have not uh, taken a look that far ahead, to be perfectly honest with you. So, hmm. Um, let's see here. You got week 12. Oh, you got Cowboys, Commanders, Washington going to Dallas. And then the night game is San Francisco on the road taking on the Seahawks. Now, that'll be interesting because both teams sitting right now today as we speak – both teams at six and three. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, and then the rest of the week. Ooh, you got oh, you got some good games and some bad games. Oof. Like this week, this is a, this this week is really good. Tonight you started off, you got a really good game. You got a good matchup in the AFC North twice. You got tonight, and then on Sunday, you got the Steelers and the Browns. So that'll be a good game. You've got uh, the Jets and the Bills, and the Bills are in a little bit of a downward slide, and the Jets beat them in the opener in overtime. So can they do it again this time up in Buffalo? You got a, a Monday night game where the Eagles and the Chiefs, you got an upstart resurgent Denver Broncos taking on the Vikings. You know, you got a few good games this week. Next week, not as many. Not as many. A lot of yawners. All right, we got one hour now. We got a whole lot more coming up. Stay right where you're at. We got good stuff today. Ben Steele from the Journal of Sentinel going to join us in just a little bit. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur. Also, uh, Pat Murphy being introduced as the new manager of your Milwaukee Brewers. We'll end up giving you some of that audio. Whole lot more coming up. And Paul Charchian, we got fantasy football today. The Bill Michael Show. We roll on. More after this. Stay right where you're at.